The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to talk about strategies for handling Google algorithm updates. Joining us today is Julian Goldie, who is the owner of the Goldie Agency, which is a SEO link building agency designed to help you grow your website and boost your rankings on Google using cold email outreach to build backlinks that actually increase web traffic. And Julian and his team have been building backlinks for over five years, helping hundreds of websites increase their organic traffic, boost their rankings, and land more customers. Yesterday, Julian and I talked about how do you define a Google algorithm update. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about what happens to your SEO strategies after a Google algorithm update. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Julian Goldie, the owner and SEO link builder at the Goldie Agency. Julian, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for having me back. Always excited to have you back on the show and continue our conversation (laughs) from yesterday where we talked about what is a Google algorithm update and might seem like a simple topic. Hey, Google changes their algorithm and it messes with your SEO results. But there's a big difference between a core algorithm update where Google is really reshuffling the deck or some of the minor testing and changes that they're always making, a big earthquake or just a little tremor. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about not necessarily diversifying or preparing for what Google is going to be doing when the big one hits. When Google drops the penguin, the panda, you know, whatever is next, the other P type SEO algorithm <laughs> update that's going to make our lives terrible, the plethosaurus. You know, what do you do after the earth trembles, all the houses fall down, and you have to figure out if your SEO house is still standing? So, I mean, the first thing is not to pack, to wait, because 
usually if it's a big update, for example, like a core update, then it can take a while for your traffic to settle. And you might see your traffic going up and then down and being very temperamental, especially for the first couple of weeks afterwards. So wait, don't panic, don't make any massive changes yet because you could do more harm than good. Okay, so stay calm, carry on. Very British of you. Stay calm. (laughs) Keep calm and carry on. My philosophy for everything, yeah. And then from there, it depends really. If it's a core update, then it's going to be a bit more tricky because you've got all these different ranking factors. It's not just targeting one. But if it's something, for example, like the Panda update, where it's targeting, you know, a specific type of links, for example, then you have to try and backtrack and figure out, okay, where did I go wrong? Who were the winners from this update? And what's the difference between my website and my competitors' websites who are winning from this update? You know, and just trying to narrow the gap. So first off, chill. Things might be rocky for a little while. They're going to go up. They're going to go down. You don't know where you're going to settle. So just let the first week go by and observe. And that's second is, all right, you need to think about your analytics. Look at what's happening with your site, understanding, read the blogs, listen to the Voices of Search podcast, go to whatever communities you're in and try to understand what's happened and what Google has changed and evaluate where those changes have impacted your website. And then three, compare what's happening with your website to what you could see is happening outside to understand what the winning strategies are. That's correct. Yeah. And look at the data as well. Typically, a couple of weeks afterwards, you'll see some case studies looking at hundreds of thousands of websites and comparing the data and seeing, okay, who's won from this, who's lost from this, and what were the big differences in terms of rankings. And then it's a case of typically, if it's, for example, like a a core update, making a list of where potentially you're not up to par. And I wouldn't test everything. I wouldn't change everything at once, but I would go through and narrow down the key things the problem could be, and then just testing them each week and making changes and seeing how does that affect your site? How does that affect your rankings? So walk me through the checklist of things that you would check. You know, if I'm thinking using the metaphor of an earthquake, you know, if there's a major earthquake and I need to evaluate how my house is doing, I might start at the bottom of the house and look at the foundation, right? I might go look at the framing of the house. You know, is it going to fall over? Check to see if all the doors are open. Are the windows cracked? And then I'm starting to look at superficial things like, you know, did the drywall show fault lines? Did the paint chip? You know, other things. Is my alarm still working? Walk (laughs) me through the checklist that you're going through when there is a big change in Google's algorithm so you understand how your site's performing. So the first thing I would look at is what are the biggest ranking factors? What are the most important ones? And then ordering those in priority, especially if it's a core update where it is looking at your whole site. So for example, top three things for me would be the content. So is the content up to par? What are you doing differently versus the websites that actually perform really well from the site? Is the quality of your content good enough to keep ranking? And then also looking at link building, looking at your website's backlinks, looking at the links that you've been building over the last few months. Are they higher quality? Have you been doing something that you probably shouldn't have been doing? And then also looking at your your technical SEO. So in terms of, for example, you had the Core Web Vitals update. Okay, is your site fast enough? Is it loading quick enough? Do you need to make some site speed changes? These sort of things, you know, what's the usability like? And just ordering the ranking factors in terms of the biggest impact 
and going through the list and testing them independently. The issue that I have with the strategy is you're saying go through the ranking factors, but ranking factors aren't something that Google necessarily acknowledges and lists out of, well, here's the 12 ranking factors for SEO. <laughs> we're looking at, you know, number of links with these structures. And we're, you know, obviously we all know that linking matters. We all know that not only internal, external links matter. We know content, we know keyword density, we know site structure. You know, on the technical side, we have core web vitals and other metrics to look at. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. You know, when you think about, well, figure out what the ranking factors are and which ones are you good on, how are you going through that process to figure out which of the, I'm using air quotes here, the ranking factors, you know, matter to Google and which ones are you passing or failing on? Yeah, fair enough. So, for example... From my own experience and also looking at other studies, like, for example, if you take a case study from Ahrefs where they looked at over a billion websites, they found that 90% of those websites don't get any traffic. And the number one sort of determining factor across them all was that they don't have backlinks. That was the number one reason or the number one sort of correlating factor was the fact that they weren't building links to their content. So Google doesn't come out and announce like, right, you need to do X, X, and X. And if you do that, you'll rank number one. But across all this data and all these case studies, looking at billions of websites, you can see some strongly correlating statistics between them. And that's typically where I start when it comes to ranking a website. And then the same for, you know, my own experience is that it usually comes down to link building, content, and technical SEO. Link building, content, technical SEOs. And obviously within content, there's different types of content that you can look at. I'm sure you could break down links into multiple different structures as well. I think there's a fourth topic here that we should touch on, which is communication. Great. Google drops the big one. The earth starts shaking. Buildings are falling over left and right. And you either need to talk to, in your case, your clients to tell them what's been happening with their SEO effort. Or if you're an in-house marketer, your executive team. How do you communicate what's been happening with a Google algorithm so your team knows not only to keep calm and carry on, but also how your site was impacted? Well, 
between, do you mean like between my agency and my clients, for example? So typically we have account managers for each of our clients. So they have a one-on-one sort of communication and usually they have weekly catch-up calls, which are kind of like, okay, here are your backlinks, here's how your site's performing, here's your reports and a sort of coaching, if you like, as well, in terms of, right, here's what we think you should improve. You should be ranking for more keywords. You should be going after low competition keywords, high volume ones. And then, yeah, typically communicating about updates as well. We honestly, we specifically focus on link building as an agency. But if there are link updates, then we're making sure that those changes are changing the way that we build links in our process for doing that and the quality control as well. I think that to me, there's three or four stages in the communication that really matter. First is the obligatory, everybody stay calm. There's been a Google algorithm update. Here's what we know. We're aware of it. And with any update, we are going to observe and expect volatility for the next week or two as Google rolls out the algorithm and as the ranking changes. We will observe and we will optimize once things settle down. So basically, everyone chill. It'll be okay. We'll figure it out. Then there is a second email, which is, okay, we've taken time to observe this update broadly across the industry that we're working in, here's what we've seen happen. And then specifically with our site, here are some of the changes we're making. Here are some of the things that we're going to be testing to see if we can either pick up more market share or pick up the market share that we've lost. Here's what we're going to do to optimize. And then the third is, okay, here's what we've done. Here were the results. Hey, Google crushed all of these links that were do not follow links. And so our reputation has taken a hit. We reached back out to everybody and asked them to follow the links, change the links to follow links. And we got 15 of them and we're starting to see our traffic pick back up. We'll continue this effort. Those are the basically the three points of communication of we're going to observe. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we did. Here were the results. When you're reaching out to your clients or if you're working with in-house marketers, is there anything else that you're telling them that they need to know about an algorithm change to basically keep calm and let everybody sleep? It's really a case-by-case basis. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is as well, just to make sure that the team is researching it, understanding it, looking at correlating factors that have impacted the updates. And also sometimes when Google makes these updates, they can announce what different factors they're looking at you know for example like a link spam update yeah and just making sure that the team is staying up to date researching it and keeping on top of it you know at the end of the day google's algorithm is an evolving constantly changing thing and fortunately google's got a little bit better at communication with the seo community so we know sometimes when these things are going to happen or at least when they've happened we get a sense of when we need to really keep our finger on the pulse of not only what's happening with our sites, but what's happening with the broader industry that we operate in. Julian, I appreciate you coming on the site and telling us a little bit about how you think about what an algorithm update is and how the SEO community can be prepared and be ready to manage them once they actually happen. Thanks for being my guest. Thanks very much. All right, that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Julian Goldie, the owner of the Goldie Agency, for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Julian, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Julian Goldie. That's J-U-L-I-A-N-G-O-L-D-I-E-S-E-O. Or you can visit his company's website, which is juliangoldie.com. Or you can find him on YouTube at Julian Goldie SEO. 
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week so hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day all right that's it for today but until next time remember the answers are always in the data 